where we were, where we left off before we crashed and burned. Uh, by the way, on this day, uh, yeah, it was one Steve Jobs who also passed away. Uh, very sad. And I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I'm sort of hedging. I don't really want to pick up the iPhone. What is it? What is it? 14, and then update to 16. It's got like all the the new fangles. So I just, I just don't need it. Okay. So we know what the issues. We've got them. We know where we're at in terms of the economy and what's ahead. We know that crime's getting worse. We know that inflation's getting worse. Those are the main two issues. We're also ahead. So we're 34 days in. There's the the stage is set. Okay. Now you just got to wait for Biden to go ahead and screw everything else up. This will prevent anything worse from happening. If we can convince the Democrats that they are not going to have the House and have the Senate, then we can just move ahead with sort of taking care of business moving forward and focusing on 24. It's going to be a battle royale for the next couple of years, election-wise, not on policy. We know which. We know which politics and policies are ours. We know what is theirs. And we're not going to let them forget about it, especially when it comes to Black Lives Matter. Here's a prognostication from MSNBC. Now, remember, they're all struggling in the ratings. They're going to try and tell the people the truth because they can no longer propagandize without just totally going out of business. These people, let's see, do they care more about Joe Biden winning or keeping their jobs in a business? At this point, everybody wants to keep their jobs. Everyone's, everybody wants to have a business. Take a listen. Pay attention to that. Average, okay? So when these people come and tell you is that 46, 42, 38, that's the average. The people who have been the most accurate have his job approval rating at 37%. Trump at 44, Barack at 45, George Bush at 65, Bill Clinton at 41. Remember how the midterms went for Bill Clinton, was exactly where Joe Biden is. And remember where it was the first time around for Barack Obama, the Tea Party and the issues. Barack Obama with 45 lost 63 because we were on point on message. We didn't lose focus back in 2010 and Bill Clinton lost 54. Newt Gingrich is setting the architecture again for the same type of midterm. The house is done. Okay. Let's confirm today, 34 days here, bearing some sort of cataclysmic event that could be, you know, created and almost feels like they're trying to do that. But if we're ahead enough and they have already succumbed to the fact that they're losing MSNBC, CNN, they can tell themselves and they can start gearing up their own plan for 2024. I think they're starting to lose their will. I really do. That has happened over the last week. Listen, remember, these. this is out of the echo chamber of Fox News. This is out of the echo chambers of any other thing, Newsmax, any other right wing stuff that you're listening to right now, out of the echo chambers. Uh, no one's playing this stuff. No one's telling you what the other side is doing and what they're thinking. This is how you need to maintain some level of confidence and be able to see five weeks hence, the day after the elections. All right, so what's the big takeaway in terms of who needs to play and who doesn't? Well, I'll tell you, it's Donald Trump. Donald Trump has done everything he needed to do right up until and through the primaries, okay? So at that point, there is no need to have Donald Trump out on the campaign trail any longer. He is a giant target. He needs to sit down and wait for the midterms to finish. He will have his chance after the midterms. After all his endorsed candidates get through, then he can go ahead and send out a press release and say, hey, I was here. Here's who I'm behind. This is what's happening. Right now, as far as the Senate is concerned, it could go as high as 5347. It could go as low as 5149. I definitely think, especially with the Herschel Walker stuff that's come out, now we're finding out that, and nobody will tell you this, again, Herschel Walker's son is gay. He has a axe to grind with his dad. He's manufacturing news, tweeting stuff out, 
He has all sorts of problems with his dad. He says that he's he's making this up. He does not have a close relationship. Herschel Walker still likes it. And he's been able to bring in a boatload of money. And as long as Georgia Bulldogs keep winning and they're number one, number two in the country, and as long as he's right there in, in that place, you can go ahead and bring out everything you need to, to get on Warnock, which is he beat his wife. He knows that he's a hypocrite. We know these things about it. On the other side with Nevada, you've got that, okay, with Adam Luxalt. He is going to walk away with that Senate race. The big one is going to be in Arizona, okay? And you also got New Hampshire as well, okay? Don Bodok, I think that's the guy's name, okay, is within two and a half points. And he was on Clay and Buck. If you get that, in addition to what's happening in Arizona, 53-47, okay? And I'm not even going to talk about uh, the Washington race. I don't know why we're talking about that race beyond the fact that she's an attractive woman who's getting lots and lots of national attention. I'm even getting emails right now, okay? Not focused on Washington. I don't think any of the big... Republican senators are going to be visiting or governors like Youngkin visiting here. I don't think that they're going to be looking at this. Young, Youngkin coming here today to Canvas, and I, I wish they would have got a bigger venue. How did that not happen? I don't know. What was that over at Napoli Coffee? I mean, please, people, get serious about a race. When you have a man of that caliber who could be president of the United States, find a venue, Republican Party of the state of New Mexico. That is your job. How is he not bringing in, I don't know, 20,000 people? Youngkin's here. Did people not see what happened with the school boards? Everybody should have. Well, you can't do it when uh, when it's in a place that you can only fit like 50 people. Uh, Rudy, am I wrong about that? No, that's been the biggest surprise in my mind. How could you just go for a venue that has 50 people? Great. It's a great coffee house. But you know what? We have bigger fish to fry, and 50 people was not enough. Yeah, not enough. Uh, disappointing, uh, to say the least. I'm very ha uh, unhappy about that, but I am happy with where Mark Ronchetti is uh, on things. Okay, so looking at generic ballots, Democrat candidates, according to Trafalgar, the most uh, accurate, 51, 45.8%, okay? And you look at the Biden approval rating, strongly disapprove at 48% with an additional uh, disapproval rating of another 7%, which puts him at 54, okay? No opinion, additional five. That puts Biden pretty close to 60. So everything that you've heard at this point, excuse me, everything that you heard is leading towards in that direction. And I'm not selling you. I'm selling you on the accuracy only of these polls that I'm using and what MSNBC and CNN is saying because they're trying to maintain their business. Understand the perspective here. Don't get don't get worried. Now it's time to go ahead and drill down on local races. Okay, stop thinking about what's happening nationally, whether or not we have the House, whether or not we have the Senate. I'm going to say at this point we're going to have both. The first thing they're going to start in is the impeachment proceedings and going after Hunter Biden in the House and in the Senate. That's all they're trying to prevent at this point. And I'll tell you, the Democrats aren't interested in deciding to I don't know defend Joe Biden. One of the good things that, oh, with Joe Biden is he's going to be so senile, he won't be able to testify at his own hearings of corruption, protecting himself and of course, the big guy, right? Now you see Bobolinsky come back out. Bobolinsky had another interview with Tucker Carlson. Don't misunderstand the importance of the timing of Bobolinsky dropping in with Tucker Carlson at this point. This is going to suppress the approval, what approval ratings that Joe Biden has left. You see start how this is all sort of working out politically. 
This isn't policy. This isn't, well, I'm, I'm really big on abortion. Forget that. Focus on crime and the economy. The blue-collar people look at the gas station. White-collar people look at the Dow, uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, okay? When it comes to crime, do you live in a blue city? Does it have high crime? Yes. Are you going to vote for a blue mayor, a blue representative, a blue governor? No. That's the swing. You don't want to live in a hellhole anymore. We have a, the greatest separation. Our ability to communicate means to, mean, means to say that we have to vote for not this guy, not this woman, Michelle Lujan Grisham. There's a reason why these people are here. And you need to start getting motivated. I don't care how divided the Republican Party is right now. You need to start getting motivated. We'll never employ our policies unless we start winning election. And for God's sakes, look who has, who's coming out. We've got Gary Johnson. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva. Sunshine of your love. Everyone on their firewalls he ate they, they, uh, I guess they were done before Woodstock uh, didn't realize that but there it is little musical history you get a rock and dot chat dailyfives.com uh, as well and uh, happy birthday again to Neil deGrasse Tyson according to uh, Rolling Stone the uh, smartest man on TV I wonder how the smartest man on TV would play into this uh, you know, Black Lives Matter thing or keep on the police which do seem to have really sort of dovetailed together, right? I mean, the whole idea about Black Lives Matter and Eat on the Police will start in Minneapolis, or Murderapolis, as they're, they're calling it, and they will not stop. In fact, thankfully, there's still some idiots out there, despite the fact that it's not pulling well and we're beyond all of this, supposedly, right? I thought we solved all this stuff in the, the 60s and, you know, 92, uh, right? The Rodney King. I thought we solved these issues, but apparently we didn't. And some people are so caught in the past despite being young and bright, diverse, and all these wonderful things. Now, these are the types of policies and these are the types of things that we've been advocating for that have not been positive, I think, to help the Democrats. And a lot of Democrats have been trying to distance themselves. In fact, as I told you a couple of days ago, they tried to distance themselves in February. It's up to us not to let them forget about it. They want you to be distracted. What's over here? What's over there? Russia, Ukraine. I don't know, climate change, uh, transgender, sexual issues, whatever. Right? Keep your eye on the ball. Economy and crime, bread and butter. Win the country, win the state of New Mexico. Abortion doesn't matter, okay? Hear me. Listen to me. It's not even polling anywhere close to or anything. It's not something that you can change, and it can only be changed as a state legislator. In fact, Joe Monahan is acknowledging that can only be done in the state legislature at this point. The state's right issue. And guess what? The Democrats going to own it anyway. So Michelle Lujan Christian can go on with the rest of her ilk. The Democrats, murdering babies. You can't get into this relative argument about, well, 15 weeks or maybe 26 weeks or uh, first trimester, six weeks, life begins at conception. It's like, boy, I can't talk about anything else once you start talking about life, okay? And I'm not trying to poo-poo the idea of talking about abortion. These people we're over here in front of the University of New Mexico abortion clinic. I honk at them every day. I thank them for what they do. But we're winning an election. And it doesn't matter what you believe in if you do not. Defunding the police, she doesn't want you to get caught up, right, on the double speak, uh, triple speak of whatever words are coming out of her mouth when it comes to defund the police. In fact, she wants to stay on that issue. Uh, she's one of those people. She's not going to be moved. She's dedicated. Miss Cori Bush. Talks <clears throat> to fund the police again. Keep her talking. Do not let this woman stop talking. 
Get invite her everywhere. Ron Ketty should go grab her and say, Corey Bush, come in. I'll play for your plane ticket. Go ahead and do Black Lives Matter uh, and talk about this issue up and down. <laughs> Corey Bush, come to Albuquerque so you can turn everybody out. Just, just listen to her. I mean, it, Stephanopoulos sets her up. Hey, you sure you want to go in that direction? You, you're going to hurt your other Democrats? Well, they, no, I'm dedicated. I'm a, I'm a, this is, this is my issue. With her tattoo on her boob on national TV. I'm not making this up. By the way, you want to go check out, uh, you want to talk about Black Lives Matter to fund the police. Uh, watch a police officer get run over by a naked, fat black woman as she drives over a police officer The at the rock of talk. At the rock of talk on Twitter. Go look at that. I follow Kyle Rittenhouse. He posted that video. It's disgusting. It's in Chicago. And talk about not Blue Lives Matter. You've got to watch that video. All right, let's continue, Corey. Please don't stop now. Please violence. I just watched the police officer get run over at the Rock of Talk on Twitter. Just go check that out. I, I don't even know where else to put that stuff. I'm not going to put it on my page. It's, it's awful. I don't know if that police officer is okay. Let stupid people talk. Let ignorant, stupid, uneducated speak on behalf of the Democrat Party and let them continue their mob rules. Okay? If you don't have a degree, yes, I'm going to say that. If you don't have a degree, I don't think you should be speaking out on behalf of your party or much less in politics. Become a little educated, if you will. Understand that you have overshot everything, Representative Bush. Boy, it's bad. It is bad, but it can help us if you let it happen. Now, back to the presidential polling, which I failed to get to. I posted a link uh, there at rockoftalk.chat that gives you the highest and lowest. And what's really interesting is you could have the best presidents not get the good approval ratings because you've got these woke politics. One of the reasons Donald Trump didn't have high approval ratings is he did not embrace the woke politics. What you did get in one of the highest approval ratings of all time were the Bushes. The two highest presidential approval uh, ratings were the wokest Republicans, quote-unquote Republicans, rhinos that you have ever seen they're the bushes 92 percent for the younger one 89 percent for the older one you know who got the lowest high mark ever of all presidents ever surveyed didn't even cross 50 percent. you guessed it folks none other than donald j trump so here we are we're looking at the two issues and i think we can push through because MSNBC, CNN is acknowledging that. The polling is not reflective of that. The Trafalgar polls are reflective of that. And what you're going to start to see, I hope Channel 4, Channel 7, Channel 13, and the Albuquerque Journal, I hope you guys start keeping tabs of the murder count. I believe that Mark Ronchetti should go out and keep tabs on all the murders. What's the murder count? How bad is it going to be? Not because we want it to happen, but because it's finally going to set in on people. So that we're not looking at front pages of the Albuquerque Journal talking about how important the abortion issue is. That is the liberals controlling the media, telling you what they, if they set the table, they're going to serve you the same crap for the next four years, or in this case, for the next 90 years. The only way to stop them is to change the conversation, change the order of, of things that are happening. Of course, they're not going to be talking about fuel prices rising because we're all committed to the future. They shut down in the midst of all the fuel prices rising. They shut down the coal plant up in Northern New Mexico. Change the conversation. This is very simple, okay? This is politicking. This is campaigning. This is not making policy. Losers don't get to make policy. 
They get to whine and complain and overanalyze and bitch and moan about stuff that happens. And that's no good. Aren't you tired of bitching and moaning? Aren't you tired of being upset and angry and losing? Are you going to go uh, nitpick about how Republican Mark Ronchetti is or where he's at on the pro-life issue? Is that really what you want to do to a candidate like Mark Ronchetti? I don't think so. He's been pointing out weather maps, being a nice guy, pretty congenial. has got an impeccable record. You can't attack him on anyone. And as far as I'm concerned, he's a pretty agreeable guy on the stage when he was debating Michelle Lujan Grisham, who's the worst governor in the history of the state. Make yourself a two-issue voter. Economy, small business, right? Anything that has to do with the economy. Restaurants, look at restaurants, look at small business, look at any uh, commerce in terms of, hey, what's been shut down? How long has it been shut down? What are the lockdowns? How did it impact us? Not, oh, I bought on film and, you know, green new energy. And uh, I really like what she's doing by having these uh, you know, transgender bathrooms. No, th- this woman's a despot. She's, she, she's literally gotten rid of 29 different people. Her, the person who was brought in for the Department of Education, she never even had one conversation. She lost her life after getting run over, walking her dog, and Michelle Luan Grisham says one sentence about her. That's about how much class that woman has, yet all you see are these ads every other commercial. All over your computer, all over your internet, all over your handheld, everywhere you go, you cannot look at something without tell someone somewhere, whether it's Cutbo Coffee or some other rancid business out there that's selling you on what a wonderful job that woman is doing up on the fourth floor. And we know that she's not. It's time that you make her accountable. It's time you get upset, you get angry, you channel that energy to get rid of her. I'm already going through all the crap, okay? That was waiting for all of you, specifically you small businesses, you Republicans, you guys out there who are trying to make it on. They aren't going to let you out of here without you paying the piper on the way out, without you giving a good getting going on your way to Arizona, Texas, Colorado. You best fight for this because we have an opportunity if you keep the conversation focused on that. Don't let Joe Monahan direct the conversation. Don't let the the bloggers, don't let the libertarians do their controlled opposition saying they're on your side, but, oh, they, they're okay with the LGBTQ and they don't believe in God and they don't have any traditional values, but, oh, we're all so smart. Do we really believe them? Back after a quick break, hour two just for you here in the ABQ up next. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Amazon Fire, Apple TV, Podcasting, Citrus, SoundCloud, Spotify. You know, I just got to get all this stuff out of the way. And rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. Check out the uh, brand new rockoftalk.chat. I literally posted everything top to bottom, you know, free of charge for you guys to go ahead and enjoy through the middle of the month. So you got another 10 days to enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Uh, massive traction. Also did all the stats. Uh, and it was kind of amazing how much you guys listen, how dedicated you guys are, and uh, just how much you've helped the station grow. Now, just just hear me out for a sec, okay? I'm just going to just go through this data. And one of the cool things that happens, my main competitor, the uh, big stick, right? <laughs> you know, if you have to say it, well, you know, and I can finish that up. Uh, 2015, okay? Our 7 to 11, I'm going to read this. You read them and weep. So our 7 to 11, just, just put this in perspective. I'm just going to give you a number. It could be, you know, bites, gigs, people, whatever. Just, just listen. 
2015, our 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. was getting 47. And 2018, it doubled up. Okay, these are September numbers to 102. In 2022, we are at 357. From 47, just take a listen to this, Rudy. This is uh, pretty cool just for you. So we could just listen. Okay, because I don't subscribe to that rating stuff. It's not tangible diaries. The guy that uh, basically helps me handle the program, he knows where I'm at, what I'm doing, what I'm getting. 47 in 2015, Rudy. 102 from 7 to 11 a.m. in 2018. 2022, this past month, 357. Yes. Read that's him, read that's it. just an amazing number. Read them and weep. All right. 11 to 1 are noontime. Okay. People love Clay and Buck. We didn't double up. 11 to 1. It made lots of shifts in that, that time slot. Okay. And remember, we're 24 hours a day live, 150 hours live here in the Kiva. 11 to 1, 75 is what we had. Okay. Don't remember what we had uh, 11 to 1. 94 in 2018. We went from 75 in 2015 to 94 in 2018. 2015 is when I moved into the building. 2018 was three years later. 2022, 386, nearly four times, four times, all right? That's just numbers, numbers, numbers. This is what Rudy gets to go sell all these numbers and have a great time, all right? One to seven, that's Hannity and that's me. Okay, 98 in 2015. I was running my show, you know, doing good, rifling off, I don't know, personalities, all that kind of stuff for the year. Then in 2018, didn't double up, but went to 164, also the highest rated part of the day. Most listeners, people shuffling through, pretty cool, okay? From 164 to four years later, doubling up at 322. Congratulations, guys. You guys are amazing. And the year-over-year numbers, last year at 262, this year at 357, uh, for seven to 11, 386. Our overnight numbers are crazy right away. Uh, we're transferring somewhere between 70 to 75 gigs a day, 357 to 21 to 386 this year, and last year at 298 to now 322. It was a great September, and I think you it was also a great August. So, uh, things look uh, pretty good uh, there as well. So you guys are getting all the news every single day and getting caught up on all that. So, Congratulations, Rudy. Now you got something to sell. So if you want to advertise, you put two new advertisers here on the radio station. And, uh, you know, I've been visiting with my various advertisers uh, who are on the radio. We've been getting a great deal. And guess what? Just because the station's going up that much and inflation is going up, do you think I'm going to go ahead and make them pay more? No, I'm not. We're just going to continue to do it right where we are. And uh, we appreciate uh, all of that. Plus our, our weekend numbers last year, you know, in the 90s, 80, 90, right? Our 2015 regular yeah, the Saturday numbers, they're at 170, 180, 130 on some of the, the, the highest part of the show, of course, uh, is Dr. William Summers. But enough about me. Let's talk about the, the other numbers that are going up. Yeah, the gas prices. The murder rate's going up. The gas prices are going up. So I said, okay, well, let's take a look at the map, see where we're at, okay? New Mexico. Oh, we had a jump. Oh, what a night. Yes, uh, here we go. Gas prices, uh <clears throat> A year ago at 313. Current today, 367. Okay. Yesterday at 364.2. Okay. Premium at 426. Diesel at a cool 470. There it is, folks. Regular unleaded. Highest recorded average price ever in the history of the state of New Mexico was June. And we're going to go ahead and surpass that, especially with the Decision by OPEC to go ahead and uh, track back, of course, on the uh, 2 million uh, uh, barrels of oil a day. So we're not going to get that. If you're here in Albuquerque, which you are, 
Uh, you're paying 363 at the pump. Yesterday you were paying 356. Got a couple of uh, texts. I put in gas uh, for 309. Use my 40 uh, cent uh, Ghetto Smiths. Uh, <laughs> I love the Ghetto Smiths, folks. I don't, I don't know what else I can say about this. In two hours, all the stations in my Northwest area went from 325 to 389. That's gouging. Okay, if you have somebody that is more than 10 cents over the average, it's gouging. Report them. That's all I can say, okay? That's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to keep the pressure on the gas station. You have to go a little Joe Biden, put your stickers on all the uh, the gas pumps. I did that. Yep, Joe Biden, he's the one who's did that. No, no doubt about it. Thanks for the uh, text informing me. Eddie, leaving rally, East Terminal stopped into Steak in the Rough, ordered my food, decided to use their both restrooms, both male and female door signage, all gender restrooms. Yeah, I don't patronize places that have all gender restrooms. I would implore you, if you're wondering if whether or not the business owner is woke or not, and if they're woke, they're interested in going broke, walk in, see if they have all unisex bathrooms, I walk right out. So Double Rainbow used to have that. I think they were the first ones that did that. I'm like, I'm out of here. What did I... And women, do you really want to sit on something that a man is like, like women, they need their places. Come on. Right. I don't know. Maybe call me old fashioned. <laughs> uh, Eddie, the rally was very motivational. That's from Patrick, the uh, conservative motivational. It was fantastic. Well, organized, very well spoken to the point. Thank you, uh, Glenn Youngkin for coming here to our city. Uh, thank you for what you have accomplished in Virginia, and please help our guy win. If you have any other monies in the in the kitty, DeSantis, you know all the governors that that can rake in the money, please give money to Mark Ron Kitty. Okay, he's not even on our air, so uh, I told him hey, I don't want to interview him. I don't want any of that stuff sort of coming. I don't want the the stain of Trump to get on uh, old um, old Mark Ron Kitty. Okay, so who else we got? Eddie. This is what I just sent up to the Albuquerque School Board. I hope this email finds you well. I'll reach out and ask you to support the KB1 Parents' Rights and Responsibilities Policy. I want to be informed of what's going on with my children's upbringing and my child's education in the public school. That said, please vote yes on policy KB1 so that the parents and the teachers are all on the same page in our children's education. That's from Doug. I'll be you, Doug. So uh, thanks, Doug, for, uh, for this. Uh, Eddie, I heard that uh, other Bob in the morning on, on the Cobb talking about how scandalous it was for... Michelle Grissom to order jewelry to pick, be picked up in May when all those stores were closed and locked down. Okay. Well, you have a good day once in a while. Clock's right uh, twice a day. Uh, no one was even allowed to go into a store for any services. You always see what people are really made of in a time of crisis. MLG came off as an elitist early on in her term as governor and has proven what a phony she is. That is, of course, from J-Man. So we've got our uh, questions. They were all answered, and I posted that stuff yesterday. You've got uh, your fives, and I also posted... What I thought was the best segment from yesterday that was very, very important that you guys all got on the vaccinations and a little bit of Tucker uh, beefed up with the CDC and uh, Walensky, and uh, you must pay attention to it. The uh, headline on that, and just in case you missed it, it's part of our lunch break. The CDC will disown the science three times before you croak. Trust the science, they say. They aren't even going to do the science. They aren't just saying they're doing it or not or it's not the responsibility or something. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva, AM 1600 FM. Life is short. And if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. 
QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 505-226-8688. That's 505-226-8688. 505-226-8688. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Hi, everyone. I want to thank you for your support of Monroe's during the pandemic. Me too. All of us at Monroe's appreciate our customers. You're right, Stella. Everyone at Monroe's is really thankful for every customer's visit. It's so cool that Monroe's still makes the best new Mexican food. At the restaurant, carryout, curbside pickup, catering, and delivery too. We deliver now. Wait, I'll get my jet propelled walker. By dinner time, Grandpa. Oh, these girls. Monroe's Restaurant on Osuna, east of San Mateo. And on 4th and Mountain. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. 883 3683. All right, as we head outside, we put things together, starting with the weather. Rain uh, really heavy in Rio Rancho and in Bosque Farms, clearing out ever so slightly in Albuquerque with that chance remaining with us for rain overnight. I know right now it's 58 degrees outside. And from the Medicare Resource NM Center, we uh, see in traffic that. Uh, they cleared the accident, I-25 northbound on the Alameda off-ramp. But if you're on Alameda, you know that's tough stuff. Pretty much from Jefferson all the way into Corrales. A lot of folks took our advice and said, Paseo del Norte for me today. Well, that's starting to get pretty crowded, though it is moving a little better uh, on Paseo del Norte westbound all the way from the 25 up into uh, Coors Boulevard. If your drive takes you on I-25 southbound from San Mateo to Comanche, that's a struggle for you. And I-40 westbound, under 25 miles an hour from I-25 to Coors Boulevard. 
You worked all your life for it. It is yours. What's mine at 65.com? Medicare. Make sure to make your appointment there. We're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right. Uh, good job, Rudy, out there. I uh, appreciate uh, you jumping in. I was going to lead in with some music, but of course, you got all the music on the Daily Fives uh, today. Uh, a couple of quick uh, birthdays before we uh, get, start- get started. You're welcome to go ahead and text in. On the five line, 550-5500. That's 550-5500 here in the Kiva. Hall of Fame coach Barry Switzer, 85 years young. Also have uh, other Hall of Fame, Mario Lemieux, 57. And uh, a couple of actors, Guy Pierce, 55. You might remember the movie Memento, which I liked uh, quite a little bit. And the recently uh, ailing Kate Winslet, 47 years of age. Probably one of the best looking, I think, women in Hollywood. Maybe I would say the best looking woman, but she's got she's got some problems upstairs and has all sorts of uh, <laughs> liberal pursuits. So there you go. You got the gas prices. And of course, Joe Biden isn't going to take uh, credit for it. You've been hearing this. And if you missed it uh, today, well, here it is one more time. It's an oldie but a goodie. Well, let's just say uh, yesterday afternoon when good people over at Fox confronted her on the very credit that Joe Biden took will not take the blame for this. So you probably shouldn't uh, over-explain, and plus you should never use the three words together. You know this. Um, it's very condescending, and it's diminutive in terms of uh, speaking down as if you were speaking to a child. You can go after excuse or excuse, and she'll find it. Wait, what? Uh, sorry, I thought the gas prices had been coming down. Don't you remember them bragging and talking about how, you know, know the gas prices were coming down, everything seemed to be pretty good, uh, you know, uh, everyone was you know, I guess, feeling good about the the gas prices. There was nothing really to complain about, but, oh, several months. You mean they've been going up? Uh, No, they've been going down since maybe about uh, June 15th for uh, 98 straight days. Uh, How did that help? Did everybody take trips? Everyone going on long road trips? Felt pretty good about the price of gas, you know? I mean, I I remember this was like the busiest driving summer in the history of America. Joe Biden did such a great job, right? At some point, you just start throwing everything up against the kitchen, you know, the, the wall. You just try to make anything stick, right? <laughs> Spaghetti's ready. <laughs> They're making a lot of it, and uh, it's not going well. But, well, she seems to miss out. Uh, CNN will gladly remind you. Uh, they seem to be on top of things. Uh, here's the uh, Wolf Blitzer report. This was September the 12th. And I included this because uh, it was actually the opposite of everything that she just said. And that was like three weeks ago. And this was right prior to the... Gas prices going up about five days after this video, okay? So just to refresh your memory, so you understand the economy, we're focused on the economy and crime. We're going to just keep pounding away every single day. We're going to get beat in the head with till we get enough of these sound bites and enough of this information so that we can reach the low information voter. All the rest of the issues, they don't matter anything. When it comes to these two issues, these are the things that count. Really helping the economy. They're in full sales mode. They're in, uh, they've geared up for the election. It's post-Labor Day. We're, uh, we're looking, staring down the barrel the next two months, grabbing everybody up, and uh, thank God for the Saudis. They're jumping in and jacking the prices up uh, because we don't have Keystone and XL, and let's find out what really happened during the summer. Were people traveling? Until eight days later after this. She seems almost excited. Oh, my God, look, I can't believe it. Uh, no, we're not quite there, but we have some headroom. It looks like we're going to make it, uh, what she doesn't realize is eight days from the time of that she's recording this, is what happens to her. Well, uh, prices start going up. There you go. So she's even uh, bringing this as far as inflation, isn't she? 
like that's what's really going on here is like the inflation they got to make the angle they got they got to make the argument going forward that they're going to be able to reduce inflation but what they didn't realize is that these things were sort of out of their purview weren't they they're out of their ability to go ahead and and deal with because the Saudis are going to drag it jack it right up in fact uh, now she's about to tell you about what's going on when it comes to well here it is you guessed it traveling over the summer not good Let's go, Katie. There it is. So the uh, sort of scene was set for them. They were going to repair the rails. The gas was coming down. They had it all planned out. They staged it out. They knew Roe v. would be overturned. They leaked that. This is all their plans. And all their plans are just getting blown up all along. They don't have a way to move forward now, do they? There's nothing here. You've got a senile president. And we're focused on two issues because we're not going to get distracted by abortion. We're not going to get distracted by all the other issues. We've already won abortion. Take the win and run with it. Federal, it's been overturned. That's it. Okay. That's a a gift from Donald Trump. This is really, really easy stuff, folks. As long as we don't, oh, we got to be smarter. We got to overthink things. Hold on. Wait, wait here. Let me overthink things. Okay. There are questions of the day. Five questions from me, the rock of talk. The late money in the polls indicate that Biden's approval rating is killing the Democrat chances in five weeks. Even MSNBC, CNN indicate that it looks bleaker for the Democrats. I told you about why they're doing that. They have a business to protect. They don't have to protect the president anymore. There's been enough done. Please make a prediction on the U.S. House, U.S. Senate. I've already done that. Gave you the U.S. House. That goes for the Republicans. U.S. Senate, that goes for Republicans. Either 51, 49, 52, 48, 53, 47, but it's going to go for the Republicans, even what's happening in Georgia. And Herschel has yet to punch down. And when it comes to the local governor's race, I think Ron Ketty can get it if we keep the focus on the things that I'm talking about right here in the Kiva. Understand that. We can get this done if you keep it on the economy. If you hold your feet to the fire, if you talk about what's happening, don't let the local news, 4713, the Albuquerque Journal, dictate what's happening. Get this information out. Take the rockoftalk.chat, share with everybody that you have and say, hey, look at this, look at this. This is right. This guy's thinking. He's leading us down this way. Don't get caught up in any of these other conversations. Okay, They're all distractions. Keep it easy. Keep it simple, stupid. And two, crime. With crime becoming significantly more important in the election issue than abortion, it appears the Republicans focusing on the defund the police movement will succeed in having competitive races where murder counts are part of the regular news coverage. Are they part of the regular news coverage here? I don't know. I don't have to watch the news because all I know is that they skirt around everything and, you know, it's all beer, burritos, and balloons, right, at this point. Oh, well, just look how wonderful our place is. No, it's a hellhole. This place sucks, okay? Try to set the stage. Try to move things forward. But no, you guys didn't want to do it. That's uh, for another day. Which blue states will be able to flip the Republican towards the law and order environment and after this November? Will New Mexico be part of that flip? I believe that it could be. And all we need is the governor's position to flip. Back after a quick break, we're going to go back into OPEC one more time and talk about the economy. And you have to keep it right there. Keep it on them. Okay, Focus on the leadership. And we'll do that. And we'll also talk about what's fairness in the economy as well. AM 600 KIV, AB Kidded FM. Let that song play, Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, we're in the pumpkin. I'm eating pumpkin. That's not pumpkin. You want to smash pumpkins unless they make uh, pumpkin flavor. Right? What's the craziest pumpkin flavor that you know? We have a pumpkin latte. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> that you've ever had that you actually you were surprised you like. I want to hear from you. You uh, can text in 550 I mean, I'll have some time for phone calls in the third hour. Lots of news to get to. I really enjoyed yesterday. Re listened to yesterday. 
And it was sort of like I was back doing my, my show back pre-Langston uh, when I was doing all the stuff and, you know, getting out all the information, you know, uh, being on top of things. I got to say, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of finding my groove again. I appreciate that. And I appreciate the attention uh, in September. Let's make it a good October. Let's win one, win one, win one. Just win, baby. That's what we got to do. Smashing Pumpkins played their first show together at a club in Chicago. On this day in 88, they earned 50 bucks. And uh, I wonder where they played. I don't know where they played, but uh, that song, Today is the Greatest. My my favorite album from Smashing Pumpkins. I posted it right there. Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. They ranked them all. Siamese Dream came in at number one. I would say uh, Melancholy was actually uh, slightly better than that one. But uh, they were the most underrated band, in my opinion, in the 1990s. Uh, I can't think of a more underrated band than them. Uh, they certainly... Did a great job and uh, the soundtrack of our lives. We'll get into some more stuff uh, as well. Well, uh, Secretary, you yelling? She's yelling uh, about uh, racial inequality. This is not something that we need from people who are directing the Fed, uh, people who are in charge of uh, economic. Like, you know, money should be blind, right? But it's not because no matter what these people do, every single thing has some particular racial inequity, um, outcome-driven thing. And, you know, I, I think I asked a really important question today that I thought was probably the best phrased question. And for those of you who received the uh, numbers and uh, got the mailer this morning, it was all about how would you feel, right? What does a fair economy mean to you? So when is an economy fair? When is capitalism supposed to be fair? There's a winner, there's a loser. Okay. It becomes a zero-sum game when it's in the same sandbox. The other part of capitalism is if I make my sandbox, you can also make your sandbox. Okay, That's the better part of capitalism. Well, I don't want to take from your sandbox. I'm going to go create another sandbox. We recently had a guy, I want to say, two last two to three years, and it was the best businessman, besides my dad, that I could think of. My dad has this way about, hey, you know what? You always do your very best for everybody and you give everybody a deal that you can that you can live with because you want them to win too. And I've always approached things the very same way. Like very generous, you know, trying to look how it's a win-win situation. Grow the pie, help you build your sandbox. The other guy that I, I met and I was I was just I took a step back. The guy knew that when he got involved in business, okay, and you know, we by the way, we are an advertiser for Straight Line Painting. It's a great group. Uh, I want to say uh, plug them uh, first. Uh, Rudy, you've been working with Straight Line. They love the radio station. They get lots of calls. They're doing good business, right? And I know he listens every day. Yeah, he does. And he's just, you know, what they do work-wise, it's him and his son. We're talking about people that really care about what they do. So thank you for doing that. And uh, he's great people. And they come from a, a look. You want to talk about a, a disadvantaged people? It's the people who were involved in straight line painting, and they don't—they don't make hide or hair. You'd have to actually talk to the guy, and it's like he's going to show up, he's going to work his butt off, and they're going to get more business. They love it, and they're here on the air, and they support this business, and we're helping him grow the pie. Okay. So the other guy, the guy that I want—and that's why I wanted to plug straight line painting. Okay. Love the guy. I think he was asking me some personal tips about you know, what you do to get in shape and all these types of things. I thought that was really sweet and. He's a, he, there's no contract. He can come and go as he pleases, whatever he wants. Okay. We just want to help him grow his business. And then, you know, he moves on or he stays with us. So many of our businesses have been on with us eight, nine, 10 years without contract. No, 
That's because I'm about growing the pie. I'm also about, I guess, training my com competition. Uh, Bob over at Bob's Painting, okay? He's painting the building here, all right? And you meet the guy, I don't know. You don't really say anything. Run a business, one of the most recognizable painting groups around, except for the guy that runs every other commercial on Channel 4713. I don't know what his advert. I, I swear that guy literally must paint houses just to support his advertising budget. You ever see that? I'm going to buy the market. I'm like, he's probably a nice guy. He's got his family and everything's cool. But Bob came in to talk about his business one time. And he said, I expect to train my competition. And I expect them all to leave me. And I remember <laughs> talking to Bob. I'm like, you know what? That's right. I'm glad you can live with that. Because if you can live with that, you're going to keep growing where you're growing. And you're not going to care like, you know, people come and go. You try to do this. Things are good. And that, that's fine. And, but Bob knows that he's setting up other painters and many other people. And they, he's competing for jobs. He got a bid on jobs. And Bob knows that he's going to bid against them. But he knows what to teach them. And he also knows not what not to teach them. That's stuff that they have to learn on themselves. Okay. You want to talk about fairness? <laughs> That's sort of super unfair to Bob, but Bob's okay with that because he understands the fairness overall in the economy that the fairness is may the best man win competition. Be a man. I'm not entitled to this business. That's a new Mexican mentality, right? The old boys know, Oh, you, you lock me out of that job. Oh, we've been doing business for a year. Well, your last business, the last three jobs, in fact, Hal, have really sucked. I've got to go do something. Well, you know, times have been tough, Greg. Can you cut me a break? No, I actually can't because all three of those customers, I lost them as customers, and uh, you decided to take me for granted. And, oh, yeah, well, you're a terrible person, and I'm going to put you out of business. But that's typical New Mexico. I go back to the pandemic. You have people picking up the phone. It's like, they're not holding to the mask mandate. They didn't have their doors shut. They didn't. <laughs> Why aren't you worried about your business? Folks, there's so much to worry about in business. How about these restaurants? Talk to like Kathy and Rose. Talk to, you know, the people just trying to keep the doors open during the pandemic. I told Kathy, I said, you know, you don't have to do this and this and this. She's like, no, I want to. You have been so good to me. Been so I'm like, I love you. We love each other. Let's go to the pie. Let's let's get back in there. Okay. That's fair. Cut me some slack. I cut you some slack. But the question is for you. This afternoon, can you imagine a world where your success is punished by capping your ability to make more than you deserve? Now, you don't know what you deserve. You deserve as much as you get. Okay, you get what you, right? Play the song, everything. You get what you give. You give it all, you get it all. Because someone considered, quote unquote, disadvantaged needs to make some, make more than their ability to earn. Let me, let me repeat this faster such a good question. Can you imagine a world where your success is punished by capping your ability to make more than you deserve because someone considered disadvantaged needs to make more than their own ability to earn? Oh, I can't make that much, but you know what? I deserve to get it. And I think you need to give it to me. Well, this is the mentality that our country has taken on. Equity. Everybody deserves a win. Everyone deserves a trophy. You yelling? Yep. She's yelling. They're such a victim. Even the bank itself is a victim. Like this mentality is not going to make this country any better than it currently is. Let me tell you, if I'm waiting for somebody else to go ahead and get the job done and looking for excuses, you want this type of mentality. Oh, right. It's just all about race. You know, money doesn't care about color. 
It really doesn't. It doesn't care about belief. It doesn't care about, it's like, who can get the job done and better? I know so many people who are advertisers on this radio station and many people I do business where we don't even line up. We don't even agree on anything, but they're like, you know what? You get me a lot of attention. You get me a lot of business. And I'm going to continue to do business with you because this pays for itself. And then some she's about, she's reading from a paper and she's about yay short from saying redistri- redistribution. And the word that comes after that is reparations next. All for one, one for all. Well, not in this country. Back up to a quick break here in the Kiva. We'll pick it up from there. Happy 39th birthday to uh, Steve Miller. Uh, by the way, one of the guys who worked here at the station, Eric, actually used to work for Steve Miller Band. Two months ago, or maybe it was the beginning of the day. 79 years of age. Steve Miller. And I'm right. I love the two things can't buy, so thank God, because it probably say that you're only allowed to marry certain people based upon how much time you can spend with them or whether or not they're the right right rate in equity. That's what we're talking about here. Let's let's continue with this conversation with Yellen, uh, sort of flanked by two woke black people uh, to her left talking about this bank. Folks, I'm not racist. I mean, I can, I can sling this stuff all day long. Uh, racial equity is at the forefront of their agenda. It doesn't need to be. You don't need a hand up. You don't need a a 10-second head start. You don't need any of this stuff, right? You want to fly like an eagle? Do it on your own. You see me complaining about the fact that, well, I'm not even on the FM side of the dial. Well, they took out this. Well, they did like, I don't complain. I'm just keep slugging it out. I'm sitting here talking about how many people I had in 2015, 2018, 2022. You're not making excuses, still showing up every single day. Like, get sucker punch, can't catch your breath. And then you're like, well, I'm going to go back out there and keep fighting, fighting, fighting. Notice, like, all the commercials now, ever since I did we fight for 505, it's like, I'm Adam Oki, and I'm going to fight for you. I'm like, okay, well, that, that's all new, right? And the other group that we're going to get together and fight for the city and a fight. And I'm like, there you go. You're not going to sit and complain and take it, you know, lying down. You're going to focus on the economy. You're going to focus on gas prices, right? You're going to focus on crime. That's it. That's it. Gas prices is is the indicator, is the indices. Mm. How does that work? How do you have a recovery? How do you, uh, let's see. While you're trying to recover at the very same time, you're trying to recover equally. Yet we started out unequally. So I guess your recovery is more equal. Oh, is that how we arrived at Kamala Harris saying uh, we're going to go ahead and help people of color and disadvantaged communities first in the hurricane. Because a hurricane, like the gas prices, you know, I like to use my, some days I use my African-American card. Other days I use my Hispanic card. But when, I feel, when I'm feeling really rich and I don't need the discount at the pump, I use my white card. I'm like, well, here it goes. I'm going to put my white card in here. I'm willing to pay full price today, white card. Oh, I need a 50% discount. Let me use my uh, black card over here, right? I'm not talking about American Express Black Card. I'm like, I'm getting the discount for the gas because because reparations, because I'm disadvantaged, because I couldn't do it on my own. I thought I, I, that was, wasn't that Barack Obama? Hey, you didn't get there on your own. That's right. Got a handout, hand up. Oh, pfft. how can you ignore people who are yelling so loud, screaming about injustice, looting, barreling through neighborhoods, cities, burning things down because they want your attention. How do you ignore that? That's all we've been paying attention to. That's all that there is. Someone jumping on board. Pat wants to jump on board. Uh, we're going to try this for the uh, very first time. Pat, Pat, you there? You want to 
You want to step in? Hopefully you want to disagree with me. This is my first guy that's ever been on. I don't even know who you are, Pat. Just keep it clean. Go ahead. Pat, going once, going twice. He's checked in on the rockoftalk.live. Pat, you there. One more time. Come again, Pat. Oh, no, Pat. We're going to let Pat go. All right. He just jumped right in. You can go on the computer, the computer on your phone, and it could say rockoftalk.live and just enter in your name. Some guy, Fredo Jimenez, came in earlier. I'm like, oh, this is cool. You guys are starting to read the ticker at the bottom. You guys can come in. Don't be afraid, mijo. All right. Uh, back to uh, the action. How do you ignore people who are burning, looting, screaming, uh, you know, taking over radio stations? Cumulus Media played, a change is going to come all at one time. It's like, well, okay. Can't ignore that, that you're like, no matter what station I'm going, we're like, I've been tired. Whoa. Okay. You're laying it on thick. Minneapolis is like 1,500 miles away. And I don't know what uh, I have to do with George Floyd. But apparently you want to run this game in here. And uh, we've got 2.6% black people. I'm 4.6% black. And we're going to talk about racial injustice. Where? Why? How? What do I have to do with George Floyd? Oh, it's going to help us go ahead and uh, consolidate our power in the state of New Mexico because we're completely woke and completely progressive. You must have done something really bad. You must feel really guilty. I never feel guilty. Can you imagine having all this white guilt all over you? And you must be a Democrat and you must embrace these woke things because you have been part of the racist party of the Democrats, right? Remember, us Republicans were the anti-slavery party. You Democrats are all about slavery in one way or another. Constant gaslighting, constant projection is what you do. This is why you were employing <clears throat> Treasury to use data on racial ethnic disparities to shape Laws under what's called an equity plan. What the hell? Uh, the IRS has always been colorblind for good reason. Former principal deputy assistant attorney general of the Office of Justice Program. I need a title like that. I don't know, but when I walk in, I want someone to refer to me as the principal deputy assistant attorney general of the Office of Justice Programs, Eddie Aragon. Told John Solomon on Monday, we'll see what happens when they start to operate in a more biased fashion like they did against the conservatives. What is she talking about? Lois Lerner, right? Equity. Oh, not for any of those Tea Party activists who are out there. They went after them. The Treasury's equity action plan asserts that COVID-19 revealed the health and economic inequities affecting communities of color. Uh, what? They decided to leave their homes. They didn't want to put on their mask. And when they put on their mask, they did it to loot. Like these are things that they literally did. What, what was inequitable there? Under section on barriers, the equitable outcomes of tax programs. We're going to use the tax structure. Haven't we already done that? Don't we have a progressive tax in this country everywhere you go? I mean, even the most Republican states, they have a progressive tax. The more you make, the more you're taxed. The more you, the more you give, the more you give out. An analysis, according to her, how the tax code affects different race and ethnic groups is central to understanding the consequences both intended and unintended of our tax law. She's trying to rule it back. The improved understanding can be used to both shape tax policy design at the inception of legislative efforts and better implement current laws. Now, I don't care about all this jibber-jabber. Sorry about that. Hope you don't mean, you know, is that uh, cultural appropriation? Jibber-jabber. No, I don't think so. I can talk about it all I want. Again, I'll state exactly who I am and what I believe. But what I don't like is the government deciding to pick winners and losers and changing the tax code for certain ethnic groups. I don't believe that fairness and that is equitable, right? 
There should be a flat tax. Everybody should be the exact same. And it should all be like at the point of sale. What about a national sales tax? What about a national flat tax? Okay. You make 30 grand, you pay 10% in. Okay. That's it. What, what's the government going to do more with 10%? Okay. Roads, infrastructure, all that kind of stuff. I don't need you to educate our, our students. You do a bad job at that. I, we don't need you to provide health care. We don't need state-run health care. Okay? These are things that I just don't need to do. What we do need is we need a government that's functioning with the lowest possible cost to its citizens in a way that they all willingly participate. And to that end, they must be willing to give more than they are getting. And people would believe in a society like that. You might kind of think it like a Xanadu, but it wouldn't be because people were, are naturally generous. People naturally give. People naturally want things to go, do better. People naturally want to train other people. People want to help other people build their sandboxes. Okay? But here's this propaganda again, and this is what they sell at the Pew Research. Why economic inequality matters. The rise in inequality. These include in no particular order technological change. Well, you know, white people get it all, but blacks don't. Globalization of the decline of unions. Oh, I guess we have to be union. We don't need unions. We don't need people being political entities. And the eroding of value of the minimum wage. Folks, this is all blather coming from the left. And if you leave these people in power, they will continue to decide who wins and who loses. Back after the top of the hour, Fox News. And a 75th birthday, alarming birthday. Yeah, that is uh, the great rocker, Brian Johnson of ACDC. 75 years young. Boy, I wonder, can he still do that with his, like, his voice? Nobody can, I can't sing that. Sing like uh, Stevie Nicks. I don't think anybody can sing like uh, Brian Johnson. Uh, There we go. Okay, so um, there's all sorts of uh, flimflammery, bamboozled, uh, run amok, you know, uh, jibber jabber, whatever you want to go ahead and call it when they're selling you this stuff. This is not stuff that should play anywhere into the conversation when it comes to politics. You have a free market capitalist system. You make what you get. You make what you make. The market works. You have ideas. You have to sell them. You get other people to buy them. You win trust. You lose trust. The market punished, you give it, you give it, you take it away. Okay. But they have all these uh, nomenclature and uh, ideation. So I bet none of you know what something is called, but apparently in economics, it's called the Great Gatsby. Now, I have a degree in economics, I have a degree in political science. Okay? If you work to get there, I have a uh, minor, I guess. But is that anything? You, what, when you say you have a minor in is that you? But in all my reading, everything that I've ever looked at, and I look at a lot of Latin American economics, and they don't care about that. They don't care about winners and losers. Okay? They talk about development index. They talk about, you know, you know Gini coefficients, you know, separation. But then you have this, these despots who take over Allah, most Elohim, Grisha, and then just run a country into the ground and then tell you, hey, this, you've never been happy, you've never been better, and if you don't like it, we're going to kill you. Literally, I mean, look at some of the various countries uh, for most of the 20th century. The overruns, the overthrows. 
from Peru to Colombia to, I mean, look at what's happening. I mean, even now, you get you elect these, you know, corrupt people. But apparently, there's this thing called the Great Gatsby Curve. Summary, the Great Gatsby Curve illustrates the connection between the concentration of wealth in one generation, the ability of those in the next generation to move up the economic ladder compared to their parents. Let's just invent something because we need to describe it to people. Okay. High inequality is associated with less economic mobility. Um, how about laziness? Less economic mobility, I think, would have to do with I'm not very smart, not very savvy, not very motivated, and um, don't have the ability to go ahead and get it done. Should that person get more? Well, some of the dumbest people in this world have made the most amount of money. Because one of the things, right, three ways to win. Be first, be smarter or cheat. So get rid of the second, get rid of the third one. So you have to be first. People who are smart, they hear a good idea and they're smart enough to react on it, okay? The people who are smart, sometimes money just falls out of their mouth, okay? One of the great things about what I do is if I come up with an idea, I do it first and faster and better. And time is of the essence. And you swing for the fences immediately and you don't quit until it gets done. Now, sometimes I divest, right, or defund myself. But you are a result of your own economic choices that you make, right? What you give, you have to be willing to lose. What you get, you may, you have to be willing to save. Those are the types of ideas. You save as much as you possibly can and say, well, you know, I don't have any money. So try, try squeezing the blood out of a turnip, buddy. So this great Gatsby curve, what I'm really getting at, or it could be anything. If they try to sell you and they put their hook in you to get you to buy into what they're selling. And they want you to be willing to part ways with what you have and be willing to give it up and vote for it because it sounds good and because they deserve theirs and you got yours. And you know, oh, I'm feeling so good. I'm feeling kind of generous. I'm going to go ahead and vote for Joe Biden. He's going to distribute this wealth. It's going to be so good. It's like, no, stop. You're not going to have any more wealth. It's a slippery slope once you get started on it. The most generous people I've ever met are the richest people I've ever known. Hiller just, here you go, here you go, here you go. They just give. And they give till it hurts, and then they lose, and then they give again. The next time, they'll probably give twice as much. And they'll try three times harder. And they don't stop. There's something in them that is unstoppable. And they don't have to be smart, and they don't have to be first, and they don't have to cheat. And that is who this country should reward, whether they be black yellow, green, blue, white, brown, who cares? You don't need an economic system that should decide. It should treat every dollar the same. Because I give somebody a dollar because it comes from a brown guy, that's me. You shouldn't treat that with less trust because it's coming from a brown guy or treat it with more reward because it comes from a brown guy. But that's the kind of economic system they want to set up. That screws everything up. It creates some sort of inefficiencies, and that's a nice way of putting it. It's called cheating. Okay? It's also called stealing. And we need to stop this in this country. Only you can stop it. What's fair is fair. Pay the man with it. Pay the man his money. Remember that uh, famous scene on Rounders. Pay the man his money. He won. Give him what he's due. But we don't know what we're doing anymore. Now we're due it at the beginning of the month. Now we're entitled to it regardless of the fact that we provided any sort of value at all. People really walk around with a high level of entitlement now. And we have to get rid of these ideas about inequality. You set the level playing field, walk away and say, well, you got what you got. And if you didn't get it, 
because you didn't work hard enough, didn't get hard enough, you weren't first, you weren't smart, and or you cheated. So back to uh, the action in the daily fives, and just kind of lay this out. What does a fair economy mean to you? What does a fair economy mean to me? One that's like justice, like a court system, that's blind, that doesn't look at color, that doesn't look at ways of rewarding certain quote-unquote disadvantaged group. And who is a disadvantaged group here in the 21st century, 2022? One man's poor is another man's stealing, and it doesn't matter. They probably had different places. I assume some of the richest men come from the poorest places. In fact, we've seen legal immigrants who fought their way, clawed their way to the top, and have been industrious enough and focused enough because they knew what they wanted. Can you imagine a world where you're successful by your capturing your ability to make more, more than you deserve because someone considered disadvantaged needs to make more than their ability to We live in that world. That is a rhetorical question, Jamie. We live in that world. That is exactly the world that we live in right now. And you've decided that based upon who you voted. If you believe that the government should come in and redistribute your wealth, if you believe that the government should come in and make somebody whole because they can't make whole themselves because, you know, they want to go ahead and down every pizza, eat all the junk food that they can, you still want to go ahead and build them out, that's on you. I got a quick break here in the QA. I'm just going to have the ABQ. Really old. It's already his mid 40s when this came out. <laughs> We're getting old, folks. Time is passing by. Time or love cannot be bought. Uh, you need to understand that. Again, when you think about the equity and fairness, just think about when it comes to those two things. If someone were to dole out and told you, like, that's an arranged marriage, like, who would who'd be for that? Nobody. Exactly. No, no people. All right. So. We've gotten through four. Let's get through our uh, fifth of the day. We'll get to some news. I'll take your calls. I'll read your, your responses as well. Don't forget rockoftalk.chat. You can share the Rock of Talk. Um, established 2011. I've, that's amazing. Are you aware of any masking or vaccine mandates here in New Mexico? Does anybody, people still, I, I want to go get a coffee this morning at uh, Humble Coffee. Like, I don't know. Woman had a mask on. There was some, uh, Damon Lee, Eli was down there. He was, he was doing his powwow with some, some people. I know Mark, you know, the guy who, he's an architect that designed the Humble. He also has the, I think, Bow and Arrow Brewery. Good guy. He helped me with a bunch of stuff. I helped him do a real estate deal. When, or we almost did a real estate deal. Uh, the real estate deal did not go forward because you had a guy who was just greedy. What do we know about pigs? They get slaughtered. That's right. Get too greedy. Yep, it's not going to be good for you. Things are not going to work out, right? You got to create win-win situations. Uh, the government does not do that. It picks winners and losers. Now it's using three-letter agencies, IRS, FBI, CIA, CIA right? We're going to decide who's going to win in 2024. We're going to take we're going to take Trump out. Trump should not be a part of anything. So are you aware of any masking or vaccine mandates here in New Mexico? Does anybody have it? Are you walking into a certain place? Does they have you know, the place I will not go to is if you have, if you're masking your employees, okay, and you have unisex bathrooms. Excuse me, I'd like to make a reservation for two, please. Uh, yes, uh, what's the name? Uh, Eddie? Uh, yeah. Uh, can I ask a couple of questions? Do you guys have unisex bathrooms? Um, let me check. What, you don't use the restroom at your place? <laughs> uh, yeah, we have a unisex. Oh, excuse me, I couldn't hear you. What's wrong? Yes, we have unisex bathrooms. That's the place I'm not going to because her mouth is covered and they have unisex bathrooms. I'm not going. Okay. Just because as a, a pure courtesy to the 
female element that I still have a tremendous amount of respect for. And if women, you don't have respect enough for yourself to ju choose your own sex. If you need to find 56 different genders to go ahead and make you feel more like a woman, you got problems, right? I know you might have 57 different personalities and that's okay. You, you're crazy. But if you have 57 different genders, that, that's not so bueno, okay? So if you know of any masking going on, I'd like to hear about it. I really do. I want to hear, 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 hear which places. Let's out these guys. They're, they're putting themselves on the front page for the Michelle Lujan Grisham. Cup of coffee. I'll never drink there again. Yes, we're there. We love Michelle Lujan Grisham. She kept us safe. No. She kept us safe, and we provide the freshest coffees over here on Rio Grande. It's kind of cool. We're kind of edgy. We'll charge you $7 for a coffee because we got to make up the time, but we're not going to blame the lady on the fourth floor. She's real nice. Muy, muy nice. Uh, <laughs> How do you handle them? How do you handle masking and vaccine mandates when it restricts your ability to travel or buy from a store or restaurant? Do you feel people are wearing the mask more or less? than they did six months ago. 550-5500 if you want to go ahead and text in your stuff. And <clears throat> Kilmead, uh, you know, had lunch with them out in New York City at the, I don't know, was it double something steakhouse? It was fun. Got some pictures. Good. He's a nice guy. Told him Trump was going to win three weeks before the election. He didn't believe me. You believe me now, Kilmead? Kilmead was a part of the sort of uh, we didn't get as many people listening to the show. I got some people said, I'll never listen to you again, Eddie. You took off Brian Kilmeade. I'm like, well, that's okay. I've got a better opportunity for people. Three times a week. I'm back live. And Buck, people love that. And Buck really, really doing pretty well. If he was more like this more of the time, I got to say, I think us conservatives would probably listen to him more of the time. Love, love the time. Like, listen to him. He sounds like he woke up at three in the morning. Come, come, come out fighting. On behalf of the military, just what we need, you know. We have these guys, you know, they're willing to give up their, their lives for their country. They're, they spend nine months out of the year away from their families. They hardly see their children, you know, and then you're going to force them to get vaxxed 13 times before they go. And listen to this. Listen to the belt and suspenders, belt and tie. Well, I'm a decorated war veteran. Unvaccinated. He's going to make the call directly to the, uh, finally. Kilmeade, you are using your platform. boy. Speaking truth to power, Kilmeade asks, why don't you build me up? He gets the build up, right? Right? Here we go, Buttercup. Yeah, <laughs> good. There you go. Believe in it. Uh, whatever you want. You tell yourself some stories. <laughs> Does he sound like that? No, he sounds nice and healthy, and COVID really put him down. It had me down for the count. Part of uh, being part of the military is being nice and healthy. Yeah, 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 Kirby. How do you explain it, Admiral Kirby? How dare you, Kilmeade? We're doing a kick-ass job. Everybody wants to join the military, don't you know, don't you know, don't you know? Okay, so equating the vaccine with health, we, of course, know the real science behind all this. We covered all this stuff. There's no equivocating getting a vaccine and being healthier. We know that 44, I mean, this is ridiculous. But uh, feel free, Mr. Admiral, this is why our country is going to get overrun by some second-tier country because we keep telling ourselves these politically correct stories that we know not to be true. We know that we can't believe the CDC even posted that today. You got the uh, lunchtime memo at uh, 3.30 this afternoon? Let him have it, Brian. Give it to him. 
<laughs> What's the definition of vaccine, sir? I don't know. Uh, 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 I got it anyway. That's the Kaylee and Kilmeade takedown there uh, yesterday morning. Pretty happy about that. Kaylee's very nice, uh, by the way. Kaylee McEnany. And, um, hey, maybe other show is uh, also coming to grips with the fact that they can't be woke anymore either. So there you go, folks. Uh, we'll touch more one more time on masking and then, of course, jump into the news here in the Kiva. He's not exactly. Uh, I guess he has a model. I know that song. And I'm into the music. The rest of this stuff, I don't know what it is. You know, the drama. There it is. Uh, no, it's not his birthday. Uh, it is... Uh, Whose birthday is James Valentine, the other sweet man on the, he's 44. There, there it is. Doing all the birthdays, all the music, you get all that. And uh, then some, let's wrap this up uh, with the face mask. It's not fair to people who are serving in the military. <clears throat> let's not forget uh, the people are going to the colleges. They love to put on the masks. They love the brainwashing. I will believe in my comforting truth. I don't want to hit. Like, are they, are they are are college people making out anymore? Are they are they doing that? Are they do they still kiss like open out like tongue like <laughs> I don't know. Do they? Like that was like a rite of passage. What do you do? Like if you're both wearing masks, like do you ever make out? Do you have to sh- show me your papers? I will show you my papers. Okay, we can make out on the campus. Uh, French students, exchange students. Just, I'm just trying to envision some level of, I, that's how far. Anyway, I'm a lot older than a college person. All right, 550, 50, um, You will see face masks all over these college kids. Uh, also Democrats. Uh, who else might be them? Uh, people with blue, pink, green, yellow hair. Uh, they love masks. Who else loves the mask? I don't know. That's that, that's about it. All I like, it communists, socialists, um, lesbians. Lots of lesbians wear the mask. It's it's crazy. I know they're lesbians because they've got the uh, the Megan Rapinow haircut. You know, it's like pink shaved up. They're woke. They can't see their face. You ever notice like the difference between like the hot looking people in Republican commercial? And the ugly ass people in Democrat commercials, like it's always ugly people. Like seriously, look at some of these people. Like they hit every branch on the ugly tree on the way down. They literally did. That I put on a mask too. Ugly people, you wear a mask. I will assume you're ugly. Native Americans at the mall, 90% of them are wearing masks. They punch a hole right through them just so they can get their boba. They all love the boba. That's not a racist comment. It's just what they like. They're into it. <laughs> Republicans on the House Armed Service Committee are demanding answers from the Pentagon on the status of the coronavirus vaccine mandate as unvaccinated service members continue to be subjected to punishment. In August of 21, Defense Lloyd Austin, Mr. Headmask himself, issued a memo taking <coughs> making COVID. <coughs> I got my mask cut on. Vaccines mandatory for service members. Republicans led by the high-ranking man- member, Mike Rogers, Buck Rogers on Monday wrote a letter exclusively obtained by Fox News to Austin seeking to, quote unquote, clarify his position on the mandate after President Biden said in a recent interview that the, quote unquote, pandemic is over. 
Pandemic restrictions have been lifted across the country and state and federal courts have enjoined enforcement employment-based vaccine mandates, Roger told the GOP colleagues. It is our understanding that members of the armed forces are now one of the only few groups in the executive branch still subject to termination for failure to take the vax. Oh, wait, you're going to fire people because they don't take the vaccination? We're forcing them to get tested all the time. They don't want to obey, right? It's obedience. Pandemic restrictions have been lifted across the country and state. Federal courts have enjoyed enforcement employment-based vaccine mandates. Rogers pointed to 48 pending court cases. 48. We're going to get rid of 48. Those are, we're going to make examples out of these guys so we can get 20,000 people to take the vaccine. They're not going to do that. Rogers and the Republicans in their letter to Austin requested the briefing on the Pentagon's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. We will wait for the results of that. They're also requesting a summary level review of litigation against the DOD for the COVID-19 vaccine mandate, an assessment of how COVID-19 vaccine mandate is impacting recruitment and retention of the armed forces. And you just heard the denial that just came from the Admiral, as well as what the consideration is being made to offer a quote unquote reinstatement to those service members who were separated because of the refusal to take the COVID vaccine and across uh, and the actions across taken to address the flawed COVID-19 religious accommodation process. Okay. So we'll wait uh, for the results on that. My guess my thought on all this is those people are going to be relieved of their duties. So long as another reason to not vote for Democrat or Joe Biden or anything that Joe Biden is about or anybody that likes Joe Biden or anybody that has ever liked Joe Biden, really, at this point. If you've ever liked Joe Biden, don't vote for them. If you ever donated to Barack Obama, don't vote for them. Pretty simple. Except for Carrie Lake. We're going to give her a pass. She was in the media. We'll just uh, do it right there. So to uh, answer the uh, question, are you aware of any masking or vaccine mandates here in New Mexico? How do you handle them? Would it restrict your ability to travel or buy from a store or restaurant? Do you feel people are wearing the mask more or less than they did six months ago? They're wearing it more. They're projecting virtue signaling. They believe in the virus. We believe we are safe. How do you handle them? Oh, I lost, I lost somebody to COVID. No, you lost somebody to REM venting. We know COVID isn't deadly. We know it's the common cold. We know that you admitted your, I don't know. And you don't want to believe that those people in the hospitals didn't have your loved ones' best, best thoughts and intentions in mind. That's why you were separated with them. 21 days, 10 days, 8 days. I didn't get to say goodbye. Yeah, you didn't get to say goodbye because you decided to go ahead and trust the government. I'm here from the government and I'm here to help you. No. <laughs> Even the government. I talked to a couple of people from the government today because we're like working on stuff together. You know, they're like freezing my bank accounts, and you know, what's this and what's this? I'm like, I don't know. Even they're like, well, we we get you. They're, they can't say anything, but they're like totally like on my side. It's kind of a weird interaction, if you will. I don't know how else to to say that. <clears throat> but uh, there you go. I'm gonna read your text, and then we're gonna go headlong into all of the uh, news, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Kieran, college kids, both mask heads on both uh, uh, opposite ends of the bed. Tab A, slot B. Hmm. College kids, both masked heads at opposite ends of the bed. Okay, tab A, slot B. I don't know. I feel like that's above my pay grade. I'm not smart enough to understand that. There you go. Thank you, Eddie. I just love the music you play. Well, it's the music uh, of the birthday. So we'll leave it to the birthdays. Uh, National Guard gives service members COVID-19 vaccine instead of the influenza shot. Saw that. Epoch times, epic times. It is epic. You better subscribe. Uh, if we're 30 plus days from the election showcasing our future hopeful Governor Ron Kitty in a venue of 50, Eddie, what? 
Billy RNC, you better start spending money and showcase him at some place like the Legacy Dome. Oh, that would be beautiful. But the moment Ron Ketty steps in there into the Kiva, if, if Ron Ketty steps into here, he is going to be considered a right-wing freak. The moment he goes to see Steve Smotherman, they're going to be like, oh, my God, that's like seeing Satan, according to the Democrats, right? Steve is one of the best guys you'll ever meet. Remember, we had him here on air. He's a wonderful human being. I love what he's doing for the church. Best pastor in the city. Love Steve Smotherman. Love him. Love his wife. Love all the things they do. They know I never have to talk to them again. I still love them. They love Christ. They grow their church. Judge a man by his fruits. Really, RNC, you better start spending money or showcase them in a place like Legacy Dome or someplace that can at least 1.5, 1,500 people can attend. <laughs> My mouth is off. I can't even get through that. Oh, it's a dirty joke. I don't know. I'm not dirty. Uh, Comfort Dental at 5,800 Lomas forces their employees to mask. Don't go to Comfort Dental. That simple. What's my rule? Unisex bathrooms or masking? You could out anybody you want here. Just, uh, just amongst us. Here's some masking. Before you call it a conspiracy theory, just hear me out. Nancy Pelosi and Michael Jackson. Hee <laughs> hee. Next to each other. Side by side. Um, let's see what we've got here. More texts than I can shake a stick at. Um, Epstein's obsession with genetics. Is there a link with 23andMe? I don't know. I'll have to. The Reddit stuff, the Quora. I don't get into all that. Let's see. Man, Kyle Rittenhouse shot in self-defense. Seeks name change due to harassment. <laughs> You've been Rittenhoused. You've been roundhouse. All right, let's get through at least uh, a couple of stories here before we block it back uh, towards the end and read uh, some of your answers to that. Bo top, like, uh, top five local wire news briefs here for today. Carrie Lake walks back the rare and legal abortion comment. A spokesman for her says, out of Phoenix, the Republican candidate for Arizona governor didn't mean to suggest the abortion should be legal. Spokesman Ross Tum Trumbull says Lake is not calling for changes to the abortion laws weeks after a judge ruled that the prosecutors can enforce a near total ban on terminating pregnancies. Lake told a Phoenix talk radio host that abortion should be, quote, rare and legal before saying twice that it should be rare but safe. Trumbull said Tuesday that she meant to only say rare but safe, but Arizona doctors stopped performing abortions following the court ruling last, last month. Why Arizona is so much better. Out of Santa Fe, a county commission in Central New Mexico is seeking to remove its top local elections regulator from office just five weeks before Election Day, citing allegations that she improperly certified vote counting equipment in Torrance County. This is among a handful of New Mexico counties grappling with the Simmering mistrust and conspiracy theories. Oh, here we go. About voting systems after former President Donald Trump lost the re-election in 2020. State and local authorities say Otero County Clerk Ivan Otero pre-signed certification papers for ballot counting machines before the equipment was tested without ever attending the expression machine. Come on, Ivan. What's up? You got to certify that crap. Otero could not be reached, of course. I don't answer my phone at night, but I certified it. The county is repeating its inspection of the voting equipment. Yep, just get it inspected. And we've got to have, uh, we've got good conservatives out there in Torrance County. And we're going to go ahead and win that county. Back in three, you and me and the key to wrap the show. Uh, a little good to Charlotte. A little happy birthday there for uh, Charlotte's Paul Thomas. Two years ago. We're going to call her in the key that wants to ring the bell. Uh, we'll see what's going on. Call her in the key Go ahead. Yeah, episode 23 and me. No, they have to Is there a link? I, um, I just got it. I didn't even click it yet. You didn't send that to me, did you? No, there's, no, I didn't send it. But there, there is a, there is a link. 
Oh, do you know what it is? I don't know. Tell me. So I, I just know facts. I read facts uh, to the best of my knowledge that I can determine our actual facts. And uh, the F23 and me is run, headed by the sister of the woman who heads YouTube. And uh, there, so there, there is a link between Epstein and uh, what he comes from, is associated with, known for, and the Wolfie, however you pronounce it, sisters, and YouTube and Google. <laughs> Amazing that 23andMe is all about chasing, you know, people's backgrounds and stuff. We can even put together, like, who is with YouTube and 23andMe. So we're going to have a hard time. This is why we're on the losing end of so many things, because we can't even get the, the short stuff. There it is. You want to hang out and do the news real quick with me? Or... Uh... You want to sure. yeah, I, like <laughs> I, love, I love hanging out with Eddie. Well, you do. I don't know. I don't actually think that is true. Don't tell me lies. If it's, if it's true and, uh, you know. Eddie and I have never hung out. I have Eddie and I have never been. Maybe we hang uh, out every single day. Maybe that's what it is. Let me. Uh, can I get through the news? Can I get through the news very quickly? Since you yep. next next time you come into the Kiva, you got to make the links together because people were were thinking that you you had the goods. You know? Well, I got the goods. I just didn't have the link. Well, you don't got the goods. Do you have the money? Do you have the stuff or do you have the things? Do you have the money? Do you have the stuff? You know, what I have to pull my chainsaw and hang your brother over the shower? The ACLU's Nevada chapter filed a lawsuit Tuesday against a rural Nevada county and its interim clerk to stop implementing the county's new hand counting process spurred by false claims of election fraud. The process entails hand counting all paper ballots alongside a machine tabulator. Now, the lawsuit cites three main violations of the Nevada Constitution, state and federal law. The county plans to Start hand counting mail ballots early, which could release partial voting results. The ambiguity of who will get to use the touch screens meant for people with disabilities in the clerk's plan for the quote unquote stringent signature verification out of Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha, Omaha. Another union has approved the deal it made with the major freight railroads last month that helped prevent a strike from securing a 24% raise in $5,000 in bonus for the workers it represents. Now, the American Train Dispatchers Association said. Tuesday that 64% of its members approved the deal with UP, BNSF, Kansas City Southern, CSX, Norfolk Southern, and all the trains that passed David's house. Four smaller railroad unions have approved their deals with the railroads, but the two biggest unions representing engineers and conductors won't vote on their tentative agreements until mid-November. All 12 unions that represent some 115,000 workers have to approve these deals to prevent a strike. Unions suck. Out of L.A., a former FBI agent in Northern California, surprise, surprise, David, who handled the national security issues, has been convicted of accepting at least $150,000 in bribes to provide confidential information to a man with organized crime ties, don't you know? Federal prosecutors say Babak Bromond, wow, was found guilty Tuesday in Los Angeles of conspiracy, bribery, and other charges. Bromond worked for a nearby, uh, for nearly 20 years, excuse me, in the Bureau of San Francisco office where he was responsible for national security investigations. Now, prosecutors say that from 2015 to 2018, Brahman accepted cash hotel and a Ducati and other gifts in return for searching law enforcement databases to help a man with organized crime ties learn if his associates were under investigation. Boy, dirty cop. No good. Washington national news lawyers for former President Donald Trump have asked the U.S. Supreme Court to step into the fight over the classified documents seized during an FBI search of his Florida estate. Now, the Trump team asked the court on Tuesday to overturn a lower court ruling and permit an independent arbiter, a special master, to review the roughly 100 documents with classified markings taken in the August 8th search. Now, a three-judge panel last month limited the review to the much larger tranche of non-classified documents. A veteran Brooklyn judge, Raymond Deary, is serving as the special master. 
out of L.A., David, the founder and CEO of a software company targeted by election deniers has been arrested. Listen to the phrasing on this story on suspicion of stealing personal identifying information on hundreds of Los Angeles County poll workers. The district attorney's office says Eugene Yu of Michigan-based Conic Corporation was held Tuesday. The company believes he was wrongfully detained and no info was stolen. Connick won a $2.9 million contract with LA County in 2020 to provide software to track election worker schedules and payroll, but authorities contend that it violated the contract by storing the data on the servers in China, not the United States. Weird. New York Times says conspiracy theorists have alleged without evidence that Connick was secretly working with the Chinese government. Boy, the AP will stop at nothing. These wire service, they will bomb and hurt every conservative and, you know, basically uh, try to make the worst of themselves look even better than us at our best. At Waterbury, Connecticut, Alex Jones returned to a Connecticut courthouse yesterday, but is not expected to retake the stand in his defamation trial as a jury decides how much he should pay for spreading the lie that the 2012 Sandy Hook massacre was a hoax. Jones was initially expected to be a defense witness Wednesday as his lawyer begins presenting a case that damages the families of eight shooting victims and an FBI agent should be minimal, but his attorney indicated Jones would head home instead and the defense would call no witnesses. So Francine Wheeler, the mother of the six-year-old victim, Ben Wheeler was the first of three Sandy Hook family members to take the stand Tuesday as the plaintiffs wrapped up their presentation. $45 million, but he will be limited to pay only five from what I understand. Well, of course, the election is uh, all about abortion. President Joe Biden is highlighting his administration efforts to protect access to health care. <laughs> abortion. As he marks 100 days since the Supreme Court overturned a national right to procedure. Democrats, it's a proceed. Killing a baby is now just a proceed. This, listen to the way that you can't. Democrats hope the issue will galvanize their voters uh, in the midterm elections. It won't. Biden attended the meeting of the cabinet level task force. He stood to coordinate the government's response to the ruling. He also announced the two new steps to protect access to reproductive health care. At the same time, he reminded Americans that only Congress can restore access to abortion nationally. Part of the pitch to vote Democratic. Out of Jackson, Michigan, here it is. A jury has been seated in the trial of three men charged with a 2020 anti-government plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. The selection process lasted two days in Jackson. A judge and lawyers tried to weed out, uh, no pun intended, who had personal conflicts or showed potential bias. Now, opening statements are scheduled for today. Drew Morrison, Pete Musio, and Paul Bell are charged with providing material in support for the terrorist act of kidnapping the governor. This is kind of crazy. Like, can you imagine if those people who wanted to kidnap Michelle Van Grissom? Like, keep that woman away from me. She's witchy. All were members of the Wolverine Watchmen. Paramilitary group that trained in Southern Michigan. The trio is not charged with directly participating in the kidnapping scene. So what are they getting charged for? That prosecution was handed, handled in federal court and produced four convictions already. Well, globally, out of Manila, this is sad. Posted the links. You can check them out at rockoftalk.chat. Motorcycle riding gunman killed a longtime radio commentator in metropolitan Manila in the latest attack on a media member in the Philippines, considered one of the world's most dangerous countries for journalists. Police believe Percival Mabasa was driving his vehicle when the two men on a motorcycle approached and shot him. Twice in the head. Police today are trying to identify the attackers and determine their motive. Mubasa was critical of former President Rodrigo Duarte, Duarte, who oversaw a deadly crackdown on illegal drugs, and his, success, and his successor, Ferdinand Marcos Jr., the son of a dictator who was ousted in 86 pro-democracy uprising. Very sad news. Protect your journalists, no matter who they are.
at a Beirut Lebanese depositor, listen to this, have stormed at least four banks after the, like the depositors themselves are breaking into their own banks. After the country's crippled financial institutions partially reopened. The banks on Tuesday were met with angry depositors demanding their trapped savings along. Among the raiders was a retired police officer and armed with a pistol who <clears throat> stormed a BLC bank branch in eastern Lebanon, demanding $24,000 of his savings to help pay for his son's tuition fees in Ukraine. Police officers arrested him before he was able to retrieve the money. Lebanon's cash-strapped banks have imposed strict informal controls on cash withdrawals as the economy continues to spiral. And finally, here, Elon Musk gets closer to buying Twitter. Well, I told you it wasn't going to happen, but then I jumped back on Twitter when I thought it was going to happen. So we'll see if it's going to happen. We'll see if they follow through. The Mercurial Tesla CEO proposed to buy the company at the original agreed-upon price of $44 billion. Musk made the proposal in a letter to Twitter that the company disclosed in a filing Tuesday with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. Less than two weeks before, a trial between the two parties is scheduled to start in Delaware. Now, in a statement, Twitter said it intends to close the deal at $54.20 per share. Trading in Twitter's stock had been halted for much of the day. Pending a news release, it resumed trading late Tuesday, soaring 22%. And uh, Amazon has also freezed hiring, and the U.S. will require more rest between shifts for flight attendants. And we've hit our questions. We've run through uh, our show uh, for today, and now it's time to get your responses, of course, to the questions uh, of the day. And that'll carry us through the top of the hour. Now, the uh, responses were short. It's Wednesday. People are busy, and I'm going to get them out anyway. Uh, Eddie. My wife was fired from the state of New Mexico after working there for 20 years. She would not submit to the weekly testing or inject herself with the experimental injection, both of which are still emergency use authorization. Only three weeks after they terminated, terminated her, the governor dropped the mandate. I apologize. I just realized I'm listening to the show about an hour late. Um, I think we should tell that story on air. I think we need to know uh, more about that. Uh, thank you, Martin. And that's really sad. He's a good man. He helped a lot uh, during my campaign uh, as well. It's funny how immediately when you see someone's name, how quickly they jump right back into your head for all the wonderful things that they've worked on. And that is really sad. That's a family without an income. Can you believe that? I mean, that's totally and completely insane. Don't forget to check out the lunch break. If you want to share that, the CDC will disown the science three times before you croak. Trust the science, they say. They aren't even doing the science. So make sure that you guys... Get a hold of that and uh, look into that. It's uh, definitely good. So from the Daily Fives uh, here today, uh, lots of love coming our way. Steve Chavez, um, I asked him, and he does a good job. He always answers very completely and very funny. So we'll, we'll get to his last. We're going to read um, T-Marks first. He replied to question number five. Are you aware of any masking and vaccine mandates here in New Mexico? How do you handle them when it restricts your ability to travel or buy from a store or restaurant? Do you feel people are wearing the mask more or less than they did six months ago? He says, mask mandates, some doctor's offices still requiring masks. Went to the air last week and they didn't make us wear a mask. Vaccine mandates, UNM and MSU still require students to have the backs. Wearing a mask, only for medical facilities. I make them give me a mask if required. As far as the vax requirements, I just don't travel if it's required. I think less people are wearing masks. It appears to be the same type of crowd that wear a mask. Okay. Good, good answers all. All right, uh, finally, number question number one for Steve today, and it's a lengthy one. The late money in the polls indicate that Biden's approval rating is killing the Democrat chances in five weeks. Even MSNBC and CNN indicate that it looks bleaker for the Democrats. Please make a prediction on the U.S. House, U.S. Senate, and our local governor's races. 
Complete Republican takeover of the House, Eddie. 535 to 0. Senate taking all 35 seats up for election with 14 14 currently held by Democrats. Sane voters from all parties and independents see the horrible economy, inflation, gas, food, housing, utilities, and the overall rise in costs that are hurting everyone. Then there's the rampant crime with the justice system run by Democrats who care more about the criminals than for the victims. The open borders and the bypassing of written immigration laws with leaders following whatever law they want if it's their agenda while not enforcing laws they don't like, which is an anarchy and mob rule. There's the massive amount of drug flowing through the open borders and even after the hundreds of thousands of Americans getting addicted and killed in overdoses from one of the worst drugs to come on the market, fentanyl. The Democrats still don't care. Then you had the mobs supported and funded by Democrats who were looting and burning down our cities and attacking and killing pigs in a blanket for him like bacon and were given the room to destroy, including here with our own downtown, which still has not recovered. Many cities destroyed don't want to rebuild these areas since one spark will set them on fire again from the matches and the gasoline given to them by the Democratic Party. Excuse me. To fund the police, every Democrat supported that, but now they and MLG are pretending they support police only to fool fools. Now, for those stats, every Democrat in every election should be voted out by, quote, we the people. I agree. We want jobs, not mobs. We want educators, not indoctrinators. We want the rule of law, not mob rule. We want journalists, not propagandists. We want workers, not freeloaders. We want honorable legals, not dishonorable illegals. We want friend and family unions, not political exclusions. We want all colors united, not divided. We want our founding articles, not the rules for radicals. We want life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness from all. From Steve Chavez's Lifts of 25, what do we, the people, want? So there it is. That's the show for today, ladies and gentlemen. It's a good one. And I certainly had a lot of fun. Uh, one last call before we uh, uh, say sayonara uh, for the evening. Call yeah. you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wow. Go ahead. Dad? Oh, who's this? Yeah. Is it? Oh, is this my son? Hi. What are you doing? I'm on the air. I'm on the air, Hito. Oh. Yeah. How are you? You, do, you doing okay? Is there a song you want, want me to play on the way out? Is there something that you're really thinking of lately that you've been playing? Yeah. Not really. Oh, wait, hold um, on. I'm on the air. Can I can oh. I can I call you when I'm when I'm done? Yeah, you're supposed to pick us oh. up tomorrow. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll see if we'll see if what we can do about that. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna play you. I'm gonna play you. Uh, what do you what do you want to play you? Um, Come on. One way or My brother said one way or another show. Oh, one way or another. What is that from? That's from one. <laughs> It's from, he said it's from Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus. All right, here we go, kids. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to play one way or another. Oh, that's from Blonde. That's Blondie, I think. You know who Blondie yeah. is? Heart of Glass. Call no? me. You know, all that kind of music. All right, we're going to play them all. Here we go. Here we go. There we go. Yeah, one way or another. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you, uh, I guess it's Mercy Abbey.